hello and welcome recording to the in progress hello and welcome to the tuesday december 19 2023 hybrid in-person and virtual meeting of the san francisco entertainment commission my name is ben Blyman and i am the commission's vice president we will start with announcements we would like to start the meeting with a land acknowledgement. We, the San Francisco Entertainment Commission, acknowledge that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatosh Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land, and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatosh Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional home. Homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish community and by affirming their sovereign rights as first peoples. This meeting is being held in hybrid format with the meeting occurring in person in City Hall, room 416, broadcast live on SFGov TV and available to view on Zoom or listen to by calling 1-669-900-6833 using meeting ID 819 Eight six nine nine six zero nine zero. We welcome the public's participation during public comment periods. There will be an opportunity for general public comment at the beginning of the meeting, and there will be an opportunity to comment on each discussion or action item on the agenda. Each comment is limited to three minutes. For those attending remotely, the Commission will hear up to 20 minutes of remote public comment total for each agenda item. Because of the 20-minute time limit, it is possible not, not, that not every person in the queue will have an opportunity to provide remote public comment. Remote public comment from people who have received an accommodation due to disability will not count towards the 20-minute limit. Public comment will be taken both in person and remotely by video or call-in. For each item, the commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. For those attending in person, please fill out a speaker card located at the side table or podium, come up to the podium during public comment, state your name, any affiliations, and then your comment. You will have three minutes. Once finished, please hand your speaker card to the commission staff behind the podium. If using Zoom platform to speak, select the raise hand option when it's time for public comment. If calling by phone, dial star 9 to be added to the speaker line when your item of interest comes up. When you are asked to speak, you unmute yourself by hitting star 6. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your television or radio. If you're also viewing the meeting at SFGov TV, be sure to mute it before speaking during public comment. Alternatively, while we recommend that you use Zoom audio or a telephone for public comment, you may submit a written public comment through the chat function on Zoom. Please note that commissioners and staff are not allowed to respond to comments or questions during public comment. Thank you to SFGov TV and Media Services for sharing this meeting with the public. All right, thank you. Uh, Commission Secretary, let's do a roll call. Uh, Vice President Blyman. Here. Per Commissioner Perez. Here. Commissioner Thomas. Here. And Commissioner Wong. Here. President Camino is excused. All right, the next agenda item is number two, which is general public comment. Is there anybody here who wants to comment on items that are not on our agenda this evening? No public comment for this item. 
All right, we'll close general public comment and we'll go on to item number three, which is approval of the minutes for December 5, 2023 from our commission meeting. Do we have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Is there any public comment on our minutes approval? No public comment on this item. Close public comment. We can vote. Vice President Blyman. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. Minutes are approved. The next agenda item is number four, which is a director from uh, report from executive director, which I believe uh, she is feeling ill, so we may want to continue. Is that correct? That sounds like a great plan. Continue to next hearing. Do we have a motion to continue the uh, executive director's report to next hearing? So moved. Second. Is there any public comment on continuing the report to next hearing? No public comment for awesome. this item. All right, it has been continued. Oh, we have to oh, vote. Oh, you have to vote, yeah. Vice President Plyman. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. All right, now it's been moved. Number, we're on to number five on the agenda, which is a report from our senior inspector. Thank you, Vice President Blyman. Good evening, commissioners. We have received 38 311 complaints since our last commission hearing on December 5th. I have one update below. Please let me know if you have any questions. My only update tonight is about Trinity Irish Bar and Restaurant, located at 1851 Union Street, who holds an LLP permit with our office. At 10.40 p.m. on Saturday, December 15th, I responded to a 311 sound complaint about Trinity from the previous weekend. Upon my arrival, I observed pre-recorded music playing in the front bar area and a DJ performing in the back bar area. I took sound measurements in both spaces and found the sound levels to be in violation of their approved limits. The front bar's volume was 4 dBA and 4 dBC above their approved limit, and the back bar's volume was 6 dBA and 5 dBC above the approved limit. I then went upstairs and observed the game room patio doors open, allowing the DJ music from downstairs bar to escape onto the rooftop. I did not observe any music in operation in the upstairs event space. Further, the on-site manager was only semi-familiar with the other permit, or sorry, with their permit conditions, and no employee on-site was monitoring their sound levels. After speaking with the doorman, he did go upstairs and close the patio doors. Eventually, the owners arrived, and we discussed the numerous violations. But due to the timing of my visit and the entertainment ending at 11 p.m., there wasn't an opportunity for them to lower the volume and come into compliance. Trinity was issued a $500 citation for violating their approved sound limits, operating entertainment with their doors open, and not monitoring their allowable sound limits. This is their second citation since November, so if we observe one more before February 16th, we will have, no, we will have grounds to suspend their permit. That's all for updates. Any questions? I don't have any either. Oh, please. No, no. I was just saying I don't have any questions. <laughs> Commissioner Thomas doesn't have any, and neither do I. Yes. Only 38. Must have been just relaxing. That's nice. Yeah. It's been two weeks. Oh, only two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I have no further questions, so uh, let's do public comment on this agenda item. Do we have any? None here. And no public comment on this item. 
All right, we'll close public comment and we can move on to uh, number six, which is hearing and possible action regarding applications for permits under the jurisdiction of the Entertainment Commission. And I believe Senior Analyst Rice will be leading us off. Yes, good evening, commissioners. The first permit on our regular agenda is an amendment to a one-time outdoor event permit to allow casements to extend their outdoor entertainment and amplified sound in their back patio through December 6th of 2024, that's next year. They would like to host DJs, live bands, and pre-recorded music daily from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Casements is in the process of getting planning approval to obtain a permanent outdoor entertainment permit from us um, once they get the planning approval. And we'll be working with Deputy Director Azevedo to apply for our brick and mortar permit after they get the planning approval. So this extended duration one-time permit is intended to be an interim solution until they obtain the permanent brick and mortar permit from us. The applicant conducted neighborhood outreach to residents and businesses within a one block radius and we received one complaint from a neighbor about this application. You'll see in your folder casements permit application, their neighborhood outreach letter and map, the neighbor complaint, SFPD mission station did not have any added conditions. And uh, you'll see the staff recommendation is to approve it with the good neighbor policy and the list of the permit conditions in your memo, which I will not read out loud because it's long. Um, here to speak with you tonight is Chris Hastings, owner of Casements. Hello. Uh, thank you, commissioners. Uh, my name is Chris Hastings. I'm one of the owners of Casements. There's three owners of the business. Um, one partner, Sean um, Donovan, is here with me tonight. Uh, our other partner, Jillian, is on her way to Ireland to see um, some newborn family members. Um, Casements opened in 2020, just several weeks before the pandemic. Um, it was, we were just getting going when things shut down and uh, things were tight for us. Uh, we actually came out of pocket to pay payroll, the, the payroll before the pandemic shut down. Um, the ease of rules with the legislation and the shared spaces program um, allowed that business to survive and, and actually to thrive. We were able to expand into the patio space, which is on a private parking lot behind the business. Um, and I think it's because of that expansion that we're, we're here today and, I, and I'm talking to you. Um, it was an obvious and immediate success um, and to lose it would be, would be really detrimental to the business um, and the entertainment and Amplified Sound is a huge part of that. I think we'd probably lose, have to lay off about eight employees um, in addition to the musicians and performers that, that come into the space. Um, I actually started this process 27 months ago. It's been a really long road to, to get to here. And um, as Dylan said, um, there's still some more things to go. We have a conditional use application hearing uh, on the 25th of January. Um, and so this application is to, um, like he said, to be able to continue to operate compliantly um, until hopefully that conditional use is approved. Um, we're not asking to change anything about the way we've been operating. We'd like to operate exactly as we have been. Um, we just wanna be able to continue to do what we've been doing um, until we can get some of those other permits in place, uh, which is predominantly having um, like playlist sounds um, out of several small speakers on the patio um, from four to 10 p.m. with occasional DJs outside or um, bands um, smaller, smaller bands and tends to be more acoustic setups. Um, I think that was all I had to say. I'm happy to answer any questions if you have any. Um, 
Hello, thanks for coming in. Thank Have you. you had any complaints from neighbors before? Um, we had had the only complaint that we had, I believe, is from the same person who wrote the letter. Um, and we had a we had a conditional use application hearing that was on the books, and it's been now twice rescheduled. Um, and the first time that I spoke with them was the first time I was aware of that campaign of that complaint. Um, all of the outreach that we've done, the people I've spoke to, it's been an overwhelmingly positive response. The feeling is that um, our presence in that parking lot is a deterrent and actually um, helps to stop some of the other things that are happening there that are that are loud in disturbances. Um, and um, so yes, there, there has there has been one one person that I've spoken to um, who I believe is this, probably the same person who wrote the letter living on Cap Street. And moving forward, uh, how do you plan to address these potential complaints in the future? Um, by making sure that, that everything goes off at 10 p.m. and that the volume is appropriate. There was definitely a learning curve um, in the beginning as we were setting up back there of how sound travels. Um, I also do believe that we are being, um, how do I say, um, there, there's a lot of activity in that parking lot. People, people party in there all the time um, with sound out of their cars. There's a dice game that happens pretty much every weekend. There's people day drinking in there all the time. I think most San Franciscans know about what was happening on Cap Street previously and is now starting to happen again. So I think there definitely is sound happening back there. And I think um, in speaking to the person that it, we're probably being blamed for some of the sound that isn't actually us. Okay, thank you. Sure. Um, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of casements. I did my personal level best to keep you all in business in the early pandemic and Jillian coming around with uh, warm Irish soda bread and bottled cocktails uh, really kept me going early in the uh, pandemic. So thank you. Um, That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome. No, I and I love your back patio in particular and the murals and everything that you've got out there. So. Uh, I'm super happy to be able to support this and recognize that, it, you know, it's not, uh, it's nice to have a uh, queer, queer-friendly Irish bar in the mission, and that's the kind of bar I like to go to. So I'm very happy to be able to um, support this and help move this forward, and um, yeah, I just, I, I appreciate your bar. All right, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, so Casements was a neighbor of ours at Teeth, um, which I just sold. <laughs> but um, they, you have been just great. You're great neighbors. It was such an awesome addition to Mission Street, which I think, especially during the pandemic, a lot of the activity was on Valencia. And uh, Mission felt like it was a mile away from Valencia, even though it was one block. And having Casements there kind of immediately injected life into the streets and the back patio is amazing. And so I'm just very supportive of this in general. I have no questions. So no Thank further you. questions. You can have a seat, Chris. And yep. Any more discussion, motions? Uh, I would be delighted to um, move approval with staff recommendations. Seconded. All right, is there any public comment on this item? Yes, commissioners, we have two. Uh, so it looks like we have three hands raised in Zoom. So I'm going to do it in the order that I saw the hands raised. So the first um, person is initials JY. Just a reminder, you have three minutes. Yep. 
So, uh, JY, if you could please uh, state your name, and you have three minutes. Hi, my name is Jennifer, and um, I live on Cap Street. And while I can appreciate um, supporting a bar during the pandemic, I do feel like the learning curve of stopping at 10 p.m. is a little bit of an understatement. We let it go for quite a while and then started reporting it. I think the issues that the residents have on Cap Street and parts of Mission and 20th are that they don't know how or the correct channels to report noise. We've only just found out recently that dialing 311 is the way to go. I think in the past, when speaking with neighbors, they have called the non-emergency um, mission um, police department. So I don't know how those calls get recorded and if they're giving to you any kind of statistics. But I just met with neighbors this past week, and there was more than just one neighbor that has said that they've called on a regular basis. I also do have to say that I have called casements myself and trying to speak to a manager in lowering the noise. And I have been given the runaround, oh, there's no manager on site, oh, we can't hear you, and then I get hung up on. So this is not something I would love to support a bar in this neighborhood, but according to this good neighbor policy, I feel like they are, there's a little bit of this gray area. So I would love to hear about how you're going to um, stick to the policies. And I also wanna know if your bar, once the music stops at 10 p.m., are they gonna be able to continue to be on the back patio? Because I believe that According to the um, city, you're not allowed to be on the back patio after 10 p.m. So that's pretty much all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, uh, next uh, person on Zoom um, I'm going to bring in is Karini. I'm sorry if your name is mispronounced. You can hear us. Yes. Please state your yes. name, and you have three minutes. Erin Nim. Yes. Hi. Thank you for listening. And again, I do also want to make a comment that I I support a small business that's in our neighborhood. We've been living here for like 15, 20 years, and the parking lot has been definitely an issue over the years, but not as bad as since COVID started and casements put the the bar in the back because I definitely they are related. The noise that you hear after 10 p.m. with people partying, hanging on the parking lot adds to people thinking that you can just party and hang out. So people drive into the parking lot, open their car doors, blast music. There's trash everywhere. And as far as the good neighbor policy goes, it says that there's a 100 feet perimeter in front and around the property where it should be clean. And it's definitely not clean in the back area where, you know, that would extend the perimeter of the casement's backyard. So that's a problem for me. Also, the there's no uh, signage in front saying "Please respect our neighbors" or anything in the rest in the casements bar that says to remain quiet, um, respect our neighbors. So we don't see any signs like that. Our neighbor, whose uh, name is Monique, who's about 75 years old, told me that she she couldn't be here on Zoom tonight, but she will definitely be attending the meeting on the 25th physically walked into your bar one night when the when the noises were so loud that she could hear it in her house across the street on Cap Street. And they just, same, same runaround, they just shoot her away and said, no, there's no manager on site. And to me, that's just not like a good, being a good neighbor. I just feel like that's not a way to work with us. 
And so I want to know like what you're going to do about the, you know, the noise, the trash, the public urination that happens on Cap Street because of people coming out of the bar. Um, so, yes, that's what I have to say about everything. Thank you. And then we have a phone caller. Uh, last three digits is 505. Caller, if you could please unmute yourself and state your name, and then you have three minutes. Yes, I just, I just, yes, I just want to agree with uh, the other people who have um, already kind of said everything that uh, when we do try and go in there to complain to the management, uh, we are kind of given the runaround and nobody really is available to speak to us. And it's a little frustrating, but, uh, but that's all I have to say. Thank you. Can you state your name? Okay, he's gone. That's all we have for hands raised. Um, do we want, do we have any more discussion before we entertain motions? Okay. Does Chris wanna come back and address some of those? Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, maybe hop up here, why not? So I'll just preface this by saying that part of getting a permit like this is that the neighbors who maybe didn't know whom to speak with or didn't know where to call now hopefully know that 311 is the way to reach our inspectors. Um, and I just want to reiterate that we are a body that permits entertainment, so that's amplified sound, and our jurisdiction is when the amplified sound is playing and it goes until 10 p.m. And if amplified sound is being played after 10 p.m., that is our jurisdiction. But if it's off, then that is not our jurisdiction. So um, I just want to preface that. So I guess I think some of the neighbors brought up that I think they might want some way of being able to communicate directly with your staff on on regular basis. And I think even part of the good neighbor policy is making, you know, a, a manager's number available at all times. And just wondering if this is something that's okay with you to make sure that. Yes, that's, that's totally fine. I think um, likely the people calling in got the mailer that we put out that has my cell phone number on it. Um, I'd be happy to give that to any other neighbors or um, other direct communications to myself, Sean, or Jillian. Um, I'm a little surprised by the, the comments of, of getting the runaround. Um, there's, there's most always a manager on duty, and that would be something that we would take really seriously. Um, in terms of the trash in the lot, it's definitely it's a really big issue. Um, we, we clean it constantly, and it's constantly dirty. Um, not necessarily trash from our customers. It's just, it's just back there. Um, and being on private land, um, and the landlord is actually, the, the parking lot company is actually our landlord, uh, makes that a little bit challenging for, for us to, but we're in constant communication. We're constantly trying to clean it up. Um, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. And just um, correct me if I'm, I've been in there, the people aren't coming in and out off of your patio from the from the no, no one is coming in and out so from the patio. The, so I would yeah. like to, to clarify that the hundred foot, um, radius that we are expected to clean does not extend to Cap Street. 
Um, and I think that was one of the things one of the caller called out. Um, it, it wouldn't be the expectation, the way I understand the good neighbor policy, for us to be cleaning Cap Street, because um, it's a full city block behind the entrance of our space. Um, Dylan did forward me the email from the person who emailed in. Um, and we do have some signs about keeping quiet on the inside of the business, but we didn't have any on the outside. And so I ordered yesterday when I saw that email, I ordered seven more to post around the outside to um, hopefully be a little bit more proactive and, and knock some of that noise out. Was there anything else that was brought up that I didn't address? Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I think it's, it's important in terms of education for, well, for all of us, because we're all neighbors to different venues, but you know, what we, as um, Vice President Blyman said, what we regulate here is the amplified sound, the entertainment. So sound from people in their cars in a parking lot is not part of what we regulate. And that is something where calling the non-emergency police department number is probably your best bet to address sound from, you know, individuals with car doors open in a, in a um, parking lot. That's not something that our inspectors um, will go out and address. But if it is music or sound coming from, um, from one of our uh, permit holders, that is what you call 311 about. So just to be clear about that distinction uh, in terms of what's going to get you the best response from the city. I know it can be, I mean, you can also call 311, but you may not get, you're not going to get one of our inspectors coming out to tell people to turn off their car radio. I, I guess the one other thing that I did want to add is that I'm, I'm also a neighbor. I've lived a block and a half away from the business for over 20 years. Um, and so while I would be, it's, it's in the other direction, so um, from Cap Street, so, so the, the, there would never be a noise issue where I live, but I do live a block and a half away, and that has been my home for over two decades. I also, I spent 12 years on the same block and the crossover between people who hang out in that parking lot, which is like a wild west situation and the people in casements is not, there's not a lot of overlap in those Venn diagrams, right? Uh, it's a different clientele for the parking lot. And, uh, w my patio never actually had any, we, ours didn't, wasn't adjacent to the parking lot. So we, we didn't have to, um, you know, have to manage the people in the parking lot constantly, but it, it is a place that maybe the city might want to take a closer look at at night because it, it is pretty wild back there and it's we, very dark. We would welcome that. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, all right, I have no further questions. But, oh, Al, please. Hi, just one last thing. Can you make a commitment that when you do have live entertainment or DJ, you have an on-site manager who can help manage the sound? Yes, and and... That, yes, absolutely. Thank you. All right, thanks, Chris. Right. I'm ready to move to approve the staff recommendations. I'll second. We already moved it. Oh, no. Can I, can I, uh, can I get the second? Because I said it this time. Are we re we're going to remove? <laughs> no, 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 we're good. Leave the old movements. Uh, okay. The old movements are good. We can leave those. Okay, great. All right. We're just going to vote now. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's vote twice to be sure. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vice President Blyman. Aye. Commissioner Perez. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner Wong. Aye. All right, congratulations, been approved. And I just want to reiterate to anybody uh, who called in who's listening that the Entertainment Commission's inspectors are uh, reachable through 311, and that's why we exist, to help manage situations 
by our permit holder. So don't be afraid to uh, utilize our services. <laughs> yep, I said it. All right. Uh, moving along, the next permit. All right. Thank you, Vice President Blyman. The next permit on the agenda is an amendment to a one-time outdoor event permit to allow the Sky Star Wheel at Fisherman's Wharf. <clears throat> excuse me to extend their outdoor amplified sound activity through the duration of their lease with the port, which ends on April 30th, 2024. Skystar Wheel is a Ferris wheel that recently relocated from Golden Gate Park to Fisherman's Wharf. Skystar Wheel would like to provide ambient pre-recorded music for the riders on the Ferris wheel daily from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. starting on December 27th of this year, so very soon. If they get approved to extend their lease with the port beyond April, they would like to extend their outdoor amplified sound as well. If that happens, I'm recommending that we review that amendment administratively so the director can make a determination subject to our rule about the 365-day limit for the extended duration. The applicant did extensive outreach to the businesses uh, within one block radius of the premises. We received no opposition to this application, and SFPD Central Station did not provide any recommendation. You'll see in your folder Skystar Wheels permit application, their neighborhood outreach letter and map, as well as a letter of support from the SF Chamber of Commerce that we just got today. Staff recommendation is to approve with the good neighbor policy, plus all of the other conditions you'll see in your memo. And here to speak with you tonight is Todd Barbie from Skystar Wheel, and he has uh, some presentation on the laptop. Good evening. Uh, good evening. Uh, Vice President Byman and Commissioners. Um, we're very happy to be here tonight, and um, I have a little slideshow for you. I, I don't know if you've been down to the wheel yet, but um, I thought a couple of visuals to show you the location and how sound works in your consideration of this. So let me just walk you through this real quick. This first slide is, um, we're located uh, directly between the Embarcadero and uh, Jefferson Street. So. Uh, the 250-foot radius um, the, uh, from the central part of the wheel is about 70% water um, on the bay. The rest is behind us. I have a map that's in your files as well um, that I'll show you shortly. But I just wanted to give you a visual of where it is, what it looks like in this place. It was uh, the Boudin parking lot prior to us moving the wheel. I'm the site planner and designer of the move from Golden Gate Park uh, to Fisherman's Wharf, and now I'm serving in the role of business development director for the project. Uh, this is just another shot. You can see uh, Pier 43, the arch there. This is a shot we took at night, so you can see what it looks like uh, from the water. And just a local shot uh, from on the street on Jefferson. Um, we are really fortunate to be right uh, at the F-Line stop. We're really excited about that. So we have a F-Line trolley coming by quite often. Um, this is a, actually a sunrise shot, and you can see the Franciscan restaurant on Pier 39 behind. Um, this is a site plan. I wanted to show you the sound that we are uh, amplifying is really locally based sound. We're, we're not a concert, and we're not, we're not providing any... A live music. So the whole idea here, this was a maximum queuing scenario that we have actually had to set up already. Um, the sound is primarily focused directly beneath the awning uh, on the platform uh, and 
uh, around the queuing area and it just makes the, the wait in line a little more enjoyable. Um, but we have had extensive outreach with the neighbors um, and these are the neighbors. As you can see, the lower part of the circle there uh, is the Hotel Zephyr and then what's called the Zephyr Walk. There's about 10 or 10 to 12 businesses there. I've met with each one of those businesses uh, personally and I can tell you that everybody is just thrilled to have us uh, in Fisherman's Wharf right now. Um, so there wasn't any complaint about anything. They have my direct number as well as the general manager that's on site. And so they can always reach out to us and, uh, if they have any problems. But the truth is, if you're in Starbucks or any one of these stores, they already have amplified music within their store. So they can't hear anything. And you know, when the trolley's going by or whatever, you, you can't hear the music that we're playing because, again, it's focused primarily for our guests. So that's pretty much it, and I'm ready to take any questions you might have. I don't have any questions, just a general comment that you guys have brought a lot of joy to the city, and I thought you were great in Golden Gate Park, and you're bringing a lot of vibrancy now to Fisherman's Wharf area, and thank you. Keep it up. Thank you very much for saying that, Commissioner. Yeah, it looks, it looks so much better where it is now than it yeah. was in Golden Gate Park. I'm sure it was, it was, I mean, it looked nice there, but it just, it looks so fantastic. Like when I, you come over the hill in a car and it's all there on the waterfront. So at any rate, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I had a chance to ex experience the wheel at, oh, you did. at the, um, oh, at the, the park, park. Right. for my partner's birthday. I took him there, so it nice. was really nice to kind of get the view. I'm looking forward to be able to see it at the Fisherman's Square. I think it's going to be a, the perfect spot for it. Uh, it looks beautiful, so good luck. Yeah, thank you. No comments. Thank <laughs> you. Um, no, I, I'm the uh, I'm the chairman of the board of the aquarium at Pier 39, oh. and I, I'm you know any any ways to get more people down to the wharf right now exactly. uh, to help with the recovery down there is just fantastic. So we're just really excited to be in the wharf. You know, I mean, I'm dealing a lot with everybody at the pier, and uh, it's um, it, it really it it feels like part of this sort of revitalization, uh, you know, after COVID and post COVID, a lot of people are really rallying around it. So it's, it's an exciting project to be it in. It also looks like it's just always been there. Like I'm like, of course <laughs> it really it's does. always been there. It's just exactly right. where it belongs. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank um, you. No further questions. So you can have a seat. Is there any public comment? Start with that. And then before we do our motions. No public comment for this item. All right. Do we have motions? Uh, I move approval with staff recommendations. Seconded. Okay. Um, Vice President Blyman? Aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. All right. Congratulations. And let's move on. Thanks, Vice President Blyman. Good evening, commissioners. We have a few more permits on the regular agenda tonight. And the first one is for an outdoor limited live performance permit for Beer Garden located at 424 Octavia Street. 
So Beer Garden's name explains itself, right? They're a fully outdoor beer garden that also serves German-style food. The business is applying for an LLP permit so they can host live music and outdoor amplified sound for their patrons. Their proposed entertainment includes DJs, comedy acts, and unamplified brass bands, and they're requesting the ability to host the outdoor entertainment between 3 to 8 p.m. Wednesday through Friday, and between 1 to 8 p.m. on Saturday, and between 1 to 7 p.m. on Sunday, and they would not exceed five hours of entertainment per day. Senior Inspector Zavrina has already set an external sound limit for the premises so as not to exceed ambient volumes at a distance 100 feet from the property plane, and the limit is reflected in the staff recommendation below. Additionally, they'd like the ability to host outdoor amplified sound for pre-recorded music and human speeches during the same hours that I just mentioned, but the volume of this activity should not exceed ambient volumes at a distance of 50 feet from the property plane. The business has two speakers they'll use for both the pre-recorded music and the entertainment, and um, which allows them to control the volume and ensure compliance with their sound limits. The applicants conducted extensive outreach and they used radius services to send a letter to their surrounding residential and commercial neighbors. There was no opposition for this permit and SFPD station did not, Northern station didn't have any added conditions. So here to speak with you tonight is owner Fabi. Fabi, he'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, hello. <clears throat> um, I've been since 93. <clears throat> Sorry, in Hayes Valley, and um, also the owner of Suppenküche. And then in um, 2011, we opened the beer garden. So we are, at Suppenküche, we are kind of a heritage business granted from you guys. And um, I would love to have um, just like a limited entertainment better at the, the beer garden to make it more pretty and more lively. Um, we try to keep the neighborhood clean and tidy so all the trash and everything around and try always to clean up and to make it a space for families to come with kids and um, that they can you know it's not a bar or anything a restaurant so people can sit outside and maybe one of you guys been there already you know just like um People, families can go there and enjoy when it's sunny to sit outside and listen a little bit to music and that's all. And I would like also, you know, if there are any complaints from the neighbors or so, I'm like always there to, um, to be called and to turn it down. We have also on site like a manager who takes care of these things also, you know. It's not that I want to be loud, or so. I just want to make this space even more green, even more pleasant to sit in the sun and to be in Hayes Valley. Questions, comments? Hi, thanks for coming in. Are you going to have polka music? You got, um, got to have polka music, right? I think um, sometimes when we have Oktoberfest, you know, then we have probably more polka music or so. But generally, I mean, uh, I like personally, um, I'm from Munich, but I like personally kind of old-fashioned um, kind of uh, music, which I like to collect records, play sometimes records which are old-fashioned and so on, and have a, like... A, totally dis uh, 
eclectic, eclectic musical thing. It's not just Bavarian, you know. It's more for <laughs> for the people who are like um, all, of all thrives, you know. And How I, about Kraftwerk? Huh? Will you be playing Kraftwerk? Kraftwerk. You know, okay. we play Kraftwerk. <laughs> yes, good. And sometimes Rammstein. <laughs> yeah, Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you know. Um, any more questions? Um, when you do have live music, who's going to be managing the entertainment? I mean, uh, we had very, very little live music because we are really, um, really uh, rarely, you know. It's mostly that um, I have a friend who has a wonderful collection of African music and um, old jazz and all kinds of things, you know, and I want to put that forward. I haven't had so much time to spend there and to control it in that way, you know, because I was like always so busy with the restaurant and constantly working there, you know. But I would like when now, when the weather comes back, I mean, now, the next three months going to be hard for us because when it rains, it's kind of oftentimes closed. Um, but when it comes back, so I would love to do more interesting things, you know, for the neighborhood. So now, no live music, but you will have just play uh, like playlists. Is that what you're going to do? No, not playlists. Sometimes records, old records Record. we play. Sometimes we have a playlist. Sometimes we have maybe if I find a good little band, you know, that would be great to play once in a while, you know, but um, that's all, you know. Okay. You know? But when you do have those bands once in a while, who's responsible for managing them? Uh, the, the manager, the manager on site, Dylan, he's like, there is someone always there, okay. people can talk to, you know. And if there are complaints, or so, um, he will tell me. And then I can address that also personally, you know. But um, Beer Garden had been like one of the first beer garden in the whole area here, you know. After Beer Garden, there came many, many different beer gardens then. But our idea to bring that kind of in, um, idea from Munich, like, like where I grew up, every every area in the city has his specific beer garden. So it's a part of the, like for instance, Hayes Valley has one, Mission has one, you know, and they're all a little bit different in size and in the way they feel and the way they look, but um, they are very important for the neighborhood, basically, because it's an outdoor space where people can, hang out and parents can bring their kids, they can play, want to do like a foosball machine where, they, where the kids can play when the, when, the, um, when the parents just have a drink, you know, and you don't have to sit always in an indoor space. That's Thank you. I'm looking forward to checking out your space soon. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. I mean, right now the weather is not fantastic, but when it's sunny, it's a really beautiful place. We, planted a lot of things, make it really green and lush, so people really sit in a nice space. Thank you. All right, is there any public comment on this? 
Yes, we have two people with their hands raised on Zoom. The first person is Kurt. So Kurt, if you can hear me. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hi there. So I just wanted to say I've lived in Hayes Valley since the start. The week before the pandemic hit is when I moved into Hayes Valley. So I've seen, you know, Hayes Valley sort of rebirthed, um, you know, since the pandemic. And to me, the beer gun is super important. You know, that, that sense of community, also a place which is lively and has like, like, you know, permitted live music or even just like a nice DJ. It's really important to me um, as a resident of Hayes Valley. You know, I live on Grove Street, on Octavia, you know, um, you know, and I remember when it was, you know, the pandemic, you know, I remember how, you know, tough it was in this area. And, you know, this this blossoming of this community, which has happened in the last two years, this rebirth, I think it's important we have places like Beer Garden where we can check out these this live music or this DJ. And, you know, it's for me as a resident, it it's a, it's a community hub and it's important. So that's, I just I just wanted to say my support for the for the, the sound permit for for Beer Garden. Thank you. Thank you. The next person is Dylan Johnson. Dylan, you have three minutes. All right. Good evening, folks. Um, pretty much, I'll keep it short and sweet. I just kind of want to echo what the earlier caller said, and of course what Fabi said. I am actually the manager at Beer Garden. I just want to like tell you all that my staff and myself are going to do our best to, you know, do within the permits and make sure everything's, you know, good and on our end. And I also just want to speak from the perspective of like the feedback that I get from the customers. So our clientele, I would say, is about a half neighborhood folks and the other half tourist. And when they come by, either people are asking about music. In the past, when we have had music, it always brings in a good crowd. I've never got a complaint in person um, to myself. And yeah, I just want to say it creates a fun, welcoming environment. That's what we strive for at Pier Garden. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's all. All right, do we have any motions? like to make a motion to approve this permit with staff recommendations. I'll second. Okay. Uh, President Blyman? Aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. All right, congratulations, it's been approved. And we can move along to the next item. Thank you. The next permit on our regular agenda tonight is for a place of entertainment permit for ODC Theater, located at 3153 17th Street. ODC Theater was built in 1979 has been a staple in the mission, serving as a professional dance company, a school, and a theater. The applicants are coming into compliance by applying for a POE permit and will continue hosting theatrical and dance performances, performances at the premises. They conducted extensive outright outreach notifying all of their residential and commercial neighbors as well as the American Indian Cultural District which is nearby. There was no opposition for the permit and SFPD mission station didn't have any added conditions. So here to speak with you tonight is Chief of Staff Garth Grimble. Hello, thank you. 
Um, yes, as was introduced, uh, we, so ODC has been in the Mission District since 1976 and was the first modern dance company in America to own its own venue and home starting in 1979. And our campus now uh, has three buildings. We purchased another building in November of last year. And as we uh, expand the campus, we just want to make sure we are in compliance with the city. We, I think, outdate this commission, and so I think we've been informally grandfathered in thus far. Um, but we had a very positive experience getting our permit for our 50th anniversary block party last summer, and in that uh, process realized that we wanted to be in compliance now fully um, with the whole organization. That's great. Questions? Thank you. <laughs> Doing awesome. Okay. <laughs> Public comment? Uh, you can have a seat. Okay. Um, the, uh, occasionally we have applicants like you who have, are just trying to do the same thing they've been doing for years, and it's, it's, it makes our life relatively easy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is there any public comment on this? No public comment on All this All right, item. we'll close public comment. Do we have motions? I'd like to move to approve this with staff recommendations. Second. All right. Vice President Blyman? Aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. Excellent. Congrats. All set. And we can move on to the next item. The next permit on the regular agenda tonight is for a jam to bam transition to an FPAS permit for campus located at 2241 Chestnut Street. Campus has held a jam permit for outdoor amplified sound daily from 4 to 10 p.m. on their private patio since March of 2021. Under this F-Pass permit application, they'd like to expand their amplified sound hours to Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 p.m., Saturday, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Staff recommendation is to continue with the same sound condition, requiring that the volume of the amplified sound not exceed ambient and distance of 50 feet from the property plane. The applicant conducted neighborhood outreach, alerting all of their surrounding neighbors of the permit application. There was no opposition for the permit application, and as of tonight, we also received two letters of support from the neighbors who live immediately upstairs to the business, and SFPD Northern Station had no added conditions. Here to speak with you tonight is owner Noel. Good evening, uh, commissioners and commission staff. My name is Noelle. Um, I've been in the service industry for almost 20 years now. We, we opened campus in 2011, and um, we spent many, many years expanding our private back patio there. Um, today, we are, I am the owner-operator of the business, um, and today we are seeking to get our fixed place amplified sound permit um, expanded there with hours, um, with uh, expanded hours. Um, we only have small speakers around the perimeter of our patio area that are about four to five inches big. So we tried to keep the sound localized um, and to make it more ambient so it's not vibrating throughout the whole neighborhood. Um, we are in good standing with our neighbors. I'm on premise almost every day to make sure that everything is running smoothly. Um, we have, uh, we're in good standing with the ABC and SFPD. Um, we're respectful to the community and strive our best to uh, be a good neighbor to everybody. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. 
No questions. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to say uh, congratulations to you. It's great to see a minority-owned, a woman-owned business oh, thank you. coming forward. Um, I was just wondering, can you share with us your experience with your community outreach? Um, so we notified the neighbors um, around us, and then we sent letters, and I kind of tried to talk to as many people as possible that, yeah. that were um, just on the perimeter of the venue. And what was that like? What was the response? Uh, the pretty good response. We, I feel like nobody had any major complaints. So that's awesome. Yes, hopefully. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. I'm looking forward to checking out your venue. Thank you very much. It's a rare thing to have your upstairs neighbors yeah. write a letter of support. So <laughs> yeah, and quite try, a testament. Try, try doing that on Chestnut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like a double. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I, so I learned to run bars from her business partner, Rick Howard, and um, I've known Noel and Rick for years, and I can, from my vantage point, I consider them to be in the very, very elite, highest level of, of operators in the city. So I have absolutely no problems uh, supporting this in full. Um, so let's go to public comment first. No public comment for this item. All right. I'd like to make the motion to approve this with staff conditions. Second. Okay. Uh, Vice President Blyman? Aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. Commissioner Thomas? Aye. And Commissioner Wong? Aye. All right. Congratulations. It's been approved. Um, and we can move on to the next and final. The final permit tonight is for a jam to bam llp permit that includes outdoor entertainment and amplified sound on the front patio at palm house located at 2032 union street they've also applied for a billiard parlor permit for their pool table palm house held a jam permit for outdoor entertainment and amplified sound on their front patio from 4 to 10 p.m sunday through excuse me tuesday through sunday since november of 2020 and we've received zero complaints to date about the business under this llp application they'd like to add indoor entertainment until 11 p.m and expand their outdoor hours for both entertainment and amplified sound they're seeking the ability to host outdoor entertainment daily between 10 a.m and 10 p.m but shall not host more than 10 events with entertainment per calendar year and each event shall not exceed four hours of live entertainment They'd like the ability to host outdoor amplified, amplified sound daily between 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. The applicant notified all of their commercial and residential neighbors about their LLP application nearly 30 days in advance of the hearing. However, on December 13th, the deadline for public comment, I received four letters of opposition for the permit. I provided education to each of the neighbors and asked if they'd like to be put in touch with the applicant directly, but only one took me up on the offer. All of the letters are included in your file, but you'll see one letter that includes proposed permit conditions for you all to adopt. As I explained to the neighbor and their counsel who submitted the letter on their behalf, this commission only has the ability to impose time, place, and manner conditions, and all but one of those proposed conditions were outside of that scope. I provided a copy of the letter to the applicant, and he replied with a written response, which is also included in your file. We also met with the neighbor yesterday to discuss their concerns. 
In the email correspondence included in your file, you'll see that the neighbor requested modification to the business's uh, speaker configuration, which are actually already all currently happening, so no changes even needed to be made. And I also think it's important to remind the commission that the neighbor lives to the rear of the business, and this application is for indoor entertainment and outdoor amplified sound and outdoor entertainment at the front of the business. So the distance up the front of the Palm House to the front of this neighbor's home is 350 feet around the block. Although this business uh, does not have any outdoor programming to the rear, they, have, uh, they do have a back room with windows that ha they have sometimes open for ventilation since they don't have an HVAC system. Based on the neighbor's feedback about hearing noise from the back room, the owner has agreed to ensure that all windows will be closed by 10 p.m. regardless if they are hosting entertainment. And actually yesterday during our meeting, I saw that they removed the crank handles from the windows so the patrons can't open the windows unless staff go over and add the crank back on. So that, that, is, a real, that is a real commitment here. Regarding the neighbor's letter, the time-related condition that was proposed requesting to have entertainment, indoor entertainment end at 10 p.m., um, I do want to reiterate to you that we have never received a sound complaint about the business, so we have no enforcement history with them, and as such, I'm recommending that we allow them to have entertainment until 11 p.m. per their zoning controls of their zoning district, but of course, there's always the possibility to bring them back into hearing for potential reconditioning if there are future issues. SFPD Northern Station didn't have any added conditions, and here to speak to you tonight is owner Jeff Davis. Good evening, everybody. How are we doing? Um, again, my name's Jeff. I uh, appreciate the time. Uh, where do I start? Uh, Palm House opened up back in 2014, restaurant, bar. Uh, I don't want to go through the COVID stuff, but it was obviously a very tough time. Uh, we ended up laying off about 45 people, and we made it through it, barely, and we came back 2021, uh, built a parklet, opened up outdoor dining, became more of a restaurant, 50-50 food beverage, and then 2021 was great. 2022, 2023 is hit, and it's been pretty abysmal, to be honest with you. And we're applying for this permit, A, to become a, to code with everything, but also to uh, to add opportunity for us to uh, build some business here, uh, whether it's uh, live music up until 11 o'clock, uh, billiards table, just to have opportunity to do, do different things and uh, host different things. Um, uh, I did my neighborhood outreach, uh, as you guys can see, went to all the neighbors around the area, went to all of our businesses and had multiple support from all our neighboring businesses. Uh, our outdoor patio, I have pictures I can show if you guys would like to see that. I'm sure uh, there's a gentleman here that has op opposition to our speakers, but I will show where our, our uh, speakers are located now and that are not giant speakers. And uh, the ones that are located, that are in the business now, do not face this, that street. They all face towards the opposite street would be Webster Street or Union itself. Uh, and those businesses, or that side of the street is all businesses, or Union Street side of the street is also all businesses. We also uh, tore down our parklet, uh, which we did that about a month ago, uh, to eliminate any extra noise out on that street as well, so that's gone. Um, we shut down two weeks ago uh, to remodel. Uh, we closed for two weeks, closed the door for two weeks, redid the bar, uh, repainted everything. We're redoing the bathrooms. We're cleaning, uh, I don't wanna say clean up Palm House, but we're elevating it a little bit more as well and spending a lot of our money to make this successful. And to make this successful, we need this permit. 
to grow and to keep our staff, obviously, and uh, keep the business growing. Because the last thing we want to do is to shut down Palm House. But if we don't make take measures like this, I'm afraid 2024 is not going to be so not going to be a very good year. Um, any questions? Uh, again, I can show pictures if you guys would like to see pictures, but I'm assuming I'm, I'll probably have to do that in a minute. Questions? I mean, I guess I have a, it seems like there's a bit of a disconnect between a number of letters saying repeated sound complaints and the fact that we've got no actual history of complaints about sound from your venue that came through any of our channels. Have neighbors previously reached out to you to engage around sound? Is this something familiar to you? Me personally, no. But now that I've taken over, I'm now an, uh, an owner there as well. Um, past management, there might have been t text messages or whatnot from a particular neighbor. Uh, just one particular neighbor, that's all I've heard about. And this particular neighbor uh, that we did a call with yesterday. Yeah. And actually uh, on the uh, outreach, my phone number is now on there as well. And I'm, I told him I'm available 24-7 if there's a question, if there's something going on. And I, and I think the biggest issue is what the gentleman is going to talk about is the back windows. The back windows when, like, if there's a party back there, meaning, like, an engagement party or whatever party, if they opened up the windows, there was SantaCon two weeks ago or whatever, which is crazy around the neighborhood. So if the window's open there and he's in the back, back area, I can understand and I could probably empathize if there's going to be loud noise. But, again, I told him that we are going to make an effort. Uh, to actually keep those windows shut where we've removed the handles now uh, where you, a guest cannot open those up. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I also don't want to put any conditions on this, but like as a gentleman, handshake, whatnot, I'm willing to even put, I don't want to put this in conditions, but we talked about putting locks on there and stuff like that. So if the problem is the windows, uh, that's not a problem. And we do have management on staff every night. Uh, I also operate and own other buildings or properties as well, but I'm at Palm. I live two blocks from Palm House as well, and my corporate office is next door to Palm House, so I'm there probably too much. Uh, and then, uh, so again, I'm always available. My management's always available, and uh, I empathize with our neighbors too because I I do live in a neighborhood, and if it's loud, it's loud. But there's a way that we can correct it. I'm here to correct it. Great, thank you. You're welcome. And is the manager's or somebody's phone number readily accessible on your website? So if people do want to say I, something about the sound level, they, they're able to connect with your management? I don't know if we want to put my cell phone on our website because I don't know what would happen with that. Or just somebody's a phone number that somebody will... Will yeah, enter. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, ha we do have a phone, uh, a phone that reaches the host, but also... More importantly, my neighbors, I would want my neighbors to be personally in contact with me or my management team. Again, like I said, I'm always available. And unfortunately, I, I said it yesterday in our meeting, I'm a vampire. Pretty much I don't sleep and I run nightlife as well. So uh, I'm always around. And also my management team as well. Yeah, I think it's just important that, um, so, you know, I did business on Union Street for years. I had Lightning yeah. Tavern and we had a, a similar situation with some neighbors in the back. and. Uh, I've always had neighbors uh, and many of them who uh, were not 
always excited about what I, what I was doing in my businesses. But what I found was that giving them like immediate access to someone, um, because then they feel like they have control or some semblance of control. But when they just call and there's an answering machine and they can hear the noise, they they get a little crazy. Right. But if they call and somebody's there, it's like, Oh yeah. Hey Hank, how you doing? Or whatever the person's name is. Um, you know, sure. We'll turn it down. They're like, ah, I have some control over this. If yes, it. yes. Okay. And I agree. And I, uh, that's why I think that my management team, whether, uh, our current GM slash now she's an owner as well. Uh, the gentleman that's going to speak has her number as well. And he contacts her and now he has my number as well. So yeah. there's multiple, uh, ways to get a hold of people now. Yeah. And yeah. Again, I'm, I empathize and I'm there to help the neighbors and I'm here to also have a successful business to keep, this, uh, keep the business alive. All right, no more questions from us, so you can have a seat. Right. Uh, let's open to public comment. We have a few people with their hand raised in Zoom. So the first person I'm going to bring in is uh, Andrew Grinstaff. Andrew, if you can hear us, uh, you have three minutes. Uh, thank you. Good evening, commissioners. Uh, my name is Andrew Grindstaff. I'm an attorney at Zaxon Friedman, representing the owner of 3033 Buchanan Street, which is a property in close proximity to Palm House. Um, as Jeff was just saying, last week my office sent a letter to the Entertainment Commission opposing Palm House's LP permit application, unless several requests were either included as conditions to the permit or agreed to by Palm House. In that letter, we noted that Palm House's residential neighbors have had ongoing issues related to excessive noise and the unwillingness of Palm House to meaningfully address neighbor concerns. Over the years, residential neighbors have exchanged over 200 messages with Palm House staff, citing loud noise from both indoor and outdoor entertainment. Messages from residents are generally only requesting that Palm House minimize noise, which is already required by municipal code and the good neighbor policy. Those 200 messages do not include dozens upon dozens of phone calls made to Palm House due to noise, nor do they include reports made to the police department when Palm House has either ignored or failed to prevent excessive noise. To date, there have been over 70 complaints made to Palm House staff regarding excessive noise. And although these complaints were not made formally through 311, and as prior commenters have noticed, it was unknown 311 was even the proper venue to file complaints, It is disheartening that commission staff discount them as substantial evidence of ongoing problems between Palm House and the community. In particular, Palm House's back windows have caused considerable noise issues, as you've heard, because they have been left open well into the night. Decibel readings from my client's property, which is a mere 62 feet from Palm House, not 350 feet as measured around the block, which I think is an important distinction, have exceeded 80 decibels, which is far beyond the allowable limits. And even when Palm House does close its back windows, noise noise levels have caused major disturbances to neighbors in the vicinity. Yesterday evening, my client met with Deputy Director Azevedo and and Jeff Davis. We left that meeting very hopeful that Palm House intends to make good on its promises to minimize noise disturbances to its neighbors, including the installation of locks on the back windows. Should the commission decide to issue a permit to Palm House, we request that the commission adopt the following conditions. 
First, we ask that the commission only provisionally approve the permit subject to routine noise monitoring by the EC and reporting to neighbors regarding those readings. Second, we reiterate our request that the commission limit indoor live entertainment to 10 p.m. Third, we request that the commission limit Palm House to only two outdoor patio speakers for outdoor entertainment and that they be placed at least eight feet away from the edge of the property line and facing Union Street. Finally, we ask the commission to confirm that indoor live entertainment noise levels are measured relative to the ambient levels at the rear of the building, not the outdoor patio abutting Union Street due to the drastic differences in ambient noise levels between the front and rear of the building. In short, we support Palm House's ability to host live entertainment and wish for Palm House to continue its thriving business. However, we do ask that the commission impose reasonable limitations on Palm House's live entertainment to ensure its neighbors are afforded the opportunity of quiet. You are at time. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, next uh, person is uh, calling in. So this person has the number that ends in 151. Caller, if you can uh, hear me, please state your name and then you have three minutes. Yeah, this is uh, Devin Johnson and I live on uh, Buchanan Street. Um, our back bedrooms face into the interior block where the rear of the Palm House faces into. Um, and we've had regular noise issues with the Palm House since they opened about 10 years ago. We've lived at this address for 20 years. Um, before the Palm House, it was operated as a restaurant and, um, you know, good food, quiet conversation. They always kept their windows closed and they had absolutely no impact on our ability to sleep at night in the, in the bedrooms in the rear. Um, Palm House has operated more, um, although I believe they have a, a restaurant liquor license, they've operated more as a bar nightclub. Um, a lot more people packed in. Um, it gets hot, it gets noisy, louder music, and then they have this issue about opening the windows where the noise all floats into the interior of the block. Um, we've made multiple calls uh, back in the day to the police. Um, we even came and met with Anderson, one of the former managers, um, and there really has been no change. Um, as recently as Santa Con, my two next door neighbors were complaining to me, and I believe they wrote letters um, that they were awakened, you know, through 1 a.m. because of the noise coming from the Palm House into the interior of the block. So um, my, I'm actually opposed to adding more sounds um, and, and, and the permits that they're requesting. Um, they haven't demonstrated that they've been able to take care of their neighbors with you know, their existing um, music and playlists and clientele. Um, so I'm not really confident that they're gonna be able to manage this sort of higher level of impact on the neighborhood. So uh, thank you for the time and, and I'm opposed to it. Thank you. That was the last comment on Zoom. All right, um, I'm gonna issue a mea culpa here. So um, we are short two uh, um, uh, seats on the commission that need to be filled. And so we're empty. And so we only have five total commissioners. Uh, tonight, uh, Commissioner Camina was, uh, Camino was unable to attend, which brings us down to four, which is our minimum for a quorum. Unfortunately, um, we realize that uh, Commissioner Wang uh, needs to recuse herself from this uh, uh, due to the fact that one of her family members, or 
cousin is an owner. And so that leaves us without a quorum. So um, this is, I'm apologizing for this because I have, I, I didn't fully understand the rules about how many people we needed for a quorum. I thought it was a certain amount of the existing group that we had and not the, uh, the including the two empty seats. So um, I apologize for that, but I do think that we should entertain a motion to continue this until the next hearing. Well, we have to, to um, until we have a, a quorum that can vote on this. So um, I apologize to the callers. I apologize to the, uh, to the permit holder. I know frustrating this is. You put a lot of work into this. Um, and uh, so we are sorry for that. Um, so I would like to uh, have a motion to continue. So moved. Second. Um, and we will have, let's do public comment on this specific motion. So if anybody wants to call ba uh, back in, I'll give you a second uh, for anybody who hung up. Um, and if you have comments on continuing it, but we cannot proceed without a quorum, uh, that is the law. And so this would be at our first January meeting, assuming we have a quorum for that meeting. Yes. Uh, the earliest possible. Yes. Yes. Yep. Presumably January. Uh, no public comment for the motion to continue the meeting or to continue the item. Um, yeah, I'll give you a chance to, if you want it, but please do step to the microphone. Yeah. Uh, just like quick question about, do I need to put a sign back up? Do I, what do, what do uh, we, uh, you can reach out to our staff. Okay. They'll, they'll give you the full rundown of okay. what you're, what, what the situation is. So, okay. sorry, this happened very quickly and, um, I'm bumbling through it best I can as a civilian on a commission. Okay. This is a vote to continue the item. Uh, there is another. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, if we could, could we make it the, um, the third Tuesday in uh, January rather than the first, we're going to be out of town. Most we likely we're canceling the second, January 2nd we're canceling, and then the next one would be the 16th, which oh. is the third. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Um, one, one other thing um, with the, um, the posting, it was in a place that was kind of uh, tucked in a corner of the building and the curtains of the, um, uh, this is just for you, Jeff. Uh, the curtains of the patio completely obscure the uh, posting. I would recommend if it would be okay with the uh, commission. And so there's there and there are like uh, uh, certain guidelines on postings, and they need absolutely. to follow that. And if if and neighbors do this all the time, if they don't think that the it's following the guidelines, they can send us a picture and let us know, and we can instruct the permit holder whether or not they're within the guidelines. So. Yeah, I was just hoping you could use the marquee the front. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, well, we're going to continue this anyway, and and so the the you know these hearings are are not necessarily for like a, a back and forth that's meant to be done outside of hearing. This is supposed to be just for the official business. So uh, there is a motion to continue. Is there any more public comment? Just anybody? No, no, okay. no more public comment. Okay, so uh, we are voting. We are voting to continue the item to the next meeting. Um, Vice President Blyman. Aye. Commissioner Panez. Aye. Commissioner Thomas. Aye. And Commissioner, or is she vote? Yeah. To yeah. continue, I think that's okay. Yes. Yes. Aye. Okay. I don't know what we're doing. Otherwise, we're in a, yeah, a, a cul-de-sac. We can never leave yeah, the hearing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Commissioner Wong is an aye. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Flying without two commissioners is, uh, it's tricky business. And uh, so we're hoping very much that we'll get those seats filled as soon as possible. All right. 
Um, the next uh, item is that that's the final permit on our agenda, if I'm correct, right? Yep. So the final item is commissioner comments and questions. I just want to thank the staff for hosting the fun holiday party last week or two weeks ago. Thank you so much. Uh, that was super fun and happy 20th anniversary to us again. And happy holidays to everybody. Mm, we'll see you all after the new year. I'm, I'm hoping we have a rocking new year in San Francisco. It's probably going to be pouring rain from El Nino. But yeah, let's, here's to 2024. <laughs> hopefully it's a little, <laughs> hopefully you turn that corner. <laughs> Is there any public comment on our final agenda item? No public comment for this item. All right, uh, no public comment, so we will adjourn the meeting at 6.49 p.m. Thank you, everyone. Recording stopped.